0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky, and this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed.
1: Well, this isn't shocking. The 12 days of Christmas, and the cost is up this year. Supply issues, I believe. You know those ladies <laughs> dancing.
0: Supply chain issues. Yeah, not easy. Getting <laughs> well, your, uh, all your
1: ducks in a row with the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, it's up um, 10.5%. Wow. Year. Up Entire to uh, inflation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you... Um, this year, uh, forty five thousand five hundred and twenty three dollars, or ten point five percent. Or if you bought each item over and over each day like the song suggests, holy cow That's three hundred and sixty four gifts in total and over hundred and ninety seven thousand dollars. Yeah. But who needs that many Lords of Leapin? Yeah. Ten's probably too much. <laughs>
0: Certainly the Piper's Piping.
1: Yeah, they get annoying fast. So you, um, if you wanted to, say, just go and get one of the items, you say to the family, we can't afford all 12 this year, so everybody gets to pick one, and you uh, decided that you were going to go with the 12 drummers drumming, that would cost you $3,267 to hire them. My goodness, that's a lot. That's yeah, for drummers, yeah. 11 Pipers Piping, 3021 so a little cheaper. Okay. okay. Now, 10 hours a leaping. It's the most expensive gift on the list. It's thirteen thousand nine eighty, so almost fourteen grand for ten lords leaping. Well, they are lords. Yeah, I guess there's not many of them anymore.
0: No, very specific to get them to jump.
1: But this is where it gets sexist, because for nine ladies dancing, you can get them for eighty three hundred bucks. <gasps> And those ladies work hard for their money. I've seen them (laughs) dancing.
0: (laughs) And you've dropped that much. (laughs) Again, sexist. (laughs) Somewhere, some some guy from the rail is probably going right now, hey, I got nine ladies dancing. I'm paying a lot more than that. Yeah, for sure.
1: Eight maids of milking Cheapest on the list, 58 bucks.
0: Wow, that doesn't seem right.
1: Listen, that's a lot of milking. Right. I see, they work hard. <laughs> I've seen it in movies. <laughs> A lot going on there. <laughs> That's probably below minimum wage.
0: Like
1: how long what is it how long does it take to You can make... get more milking on OnlyFans. But yeah, probably I mean how long does something need to be milked before it's done milking? <laughs> oh, maybe it's good money. 58 bucks if you can have it done in seconds like True. That. Seven swans to swim and
0: $13,125. That's a very expensive swan.
1: And it's cold this time of year for the swans. Where can you even rent a swan? Uh, six geese to land, 720 bucks. Okay. I think they'd be quite a mess, though, right? Now, uh, this is a big jump. Of 39%, the five gold rings, $1,245 they'll cost you. Now, that's for five 14-karat gold rings. That seems cheap. Five fourteen carrier. Right. Well, 1, I guess it's bucks? just a
0: basic band, right?
1: No, probably you're not talking diamonds. Right. 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 Six hundred bucks for four calling birds. Three hundred nineteen for three French hens. Six hundred bucks will set you back for two turtle doves, a partridge in a pear tree. Two hundred eighty dollars. Not bad, but the pear tree has gone up by twenty six percent because the fertilizer prices are up as well. <laughs> so everything's up, popping. <laughs> Now, I don't know, and tell me if you always knew this. I always assumed the 12 days were 12 days leading up to Christmas. So that come Christmas Day, you had all 12 items. Oh. But it's not. It's from Christmas Day till like, January 5th. Isn't that that 12th night theory? Yeah, the epiphany or whatever is okay. the 6th. Sure. In the good book. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I I don't know that I ever knew that. Did you think it was 12 days before or 12 days after?
0: Uh... I don't know if I ever really considered it, to be honest. Sounds like a, more of a Hanukkah theme if you're doing the twelve days leading up to it.
1: Perhaps, right? Yeah. Well, anyhow, you learn something new every day. All right. Yeah. So if you've got uh, like one hundred ninety-seven thousand dollars, you could buy everything over and over and over again, or you could just impress the family. Forty-five thousand five hundred and twenty-three dollars will get you the whole. How kit much were the, the geese laying? Where were the geese laying? They were seven hundred twenty bucks. Wow. Or the price of one of those coats. 94.9 The Rock GTA's Rock Station for Pally's Craig and Lucky on a calm Wednesday morning. We'll take this while we can have it. Right, literally the calm before the storm. Apparently, we'll get some salt today and uh, dump it down on the uh, driveway and sidewalks that way to maybe help. Underneath, when we battle through all of this, we're expecting like fifteen centimeters when it's all said and done. If I do my math correctly, that's uh, about a penis worth of snow. <laughs> <laughs> Five and a half inches or something. Uh, it's, it's about a penis worth. All right. I think that's how they should start to uh, gauging. All of us would understand that. Nobody really knows what 15 centimeters is. But if a weather person on CTV said, we're going to be an erect penis
0: worth of snow. Right. You go, okay, I know that. So the average, is that an average snowfall? Maybe we'll just call it average snowfall. Yeah. So that's what you can expect. Well, we are going to get dicked by it all. Yeah, so. No doubt. You don't have
1: the, uh, the Connor McDavid heated driveway? No, no. We were going to get it installed this right. fall, but because of... Uh, what's the term we uh, use now? Money? <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> A supply chain issue. <laughs> oh, right. That's yeah. it. I
0: couldn't, get, I couldn't get the coils.
1: <laughs> Speaking of installing stuff, I went down for my nap yesterday, and I hear all this pounding and banging and noise outside of my house. So I look out to my neighbors, and they were putting in a sliding door at the oh. side of their house that faces on to, to us. He had put a patio down there and um, decided this was the time of year to put in a sliding door. A little cold to have your house. Like they were taking out all the brick. It was a brick wall before that. So they took all the brick down, knocked everything out, and put in this sliding door. It took them all day. I think
0: the house would cool down quite a bit. <laughs> You would think you might want to turn off the furnaces that's happening. Yeah.
1: You know, you spend X amount of thousands of dollars on this new
0: sliding door and about the same amount just heating the house. Uh, Unless, I guess, his contractor was busy up until this point. Perhaps, yeah. But you're right. That seems like an odd time to be doing that kind of adjustment. You know, unless someone had (laughs) driven through Mm. or they had the Kool Aid man come over. Uh, And there was an accident of some sort.
1: It looks like it's planned because he had put a patio back there uh, where the door now exists. He had a fair-sized patio put in when he first moved in. But it faces your house? Yeah, because their house, the model of their home, had no
0: um, door to the backyard. Oh, okay. Well, that's a real issue.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a first world issue. Right. You walk out the front door and go around, I guess. Which right. is what he's been they doing. They didn't have a side door either? No. They had a garage door off the back of the uh, the garage that led to the backyard. Okay. But but they, I don't know that they had a door that led into the garage from the house either. So. Oh, okay. It's kind of like our place a little bit. And we put a door off the kitchen there because the only one we had was the sliding door in the back. Gotcha. But we at least had that. He has none of that. Huh. anyhow you know uh because i have 20 hours a day to myself i sat there well, I lied there in my bed, completely aggravated and <laughs> all this noise and commotion was going on. And then I had to remind myself, Craig, it is noon on a Tuesday.
0: <laughs> I've had similar conversations as well with yeah. myself. You know, why is that dog barking? I don't know, because it's the middle of the bloody day. <laughs> why are there
1: trucks and people and things why going on?
0: doing stuff?
1: Can't you all be lying in bed like me? Like the meth addict that I am? Anyhow. So that was my life yesterday. So hopefully there's no construction going on around my neighborhood uh, today. Today will be a day of prepping. Got to go find the snow brush in the garage. Right. Got to buy a new shovel because I think one of them is uh, is cracked. Bag of salt. And just stand by.
0: Yes. And wait for this commotion to Yeah, I, uh, I have to uh, to move the snow blower. Uh, get that up. And check the gas supply. Cause mm. it's that gas oil mix. I should probably find that thing and, and get on that.
1: That's a full day for us. we got stuff
0: to do. We've got a lot
1: on the go. I mean, Jesus, we got a penis worth of snow coming. (laughs) Well, some will agree with this and some won't. Adam Sandler is going to be the 2023 recipient of the Mark Twain Prize. He will be honored at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. on March 19th. It's for American humor. Others who have received this award include Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, John Stewart, Dave Chappelle, Tina Fey, and Will Ferrell. The Kennedy Center president said Adam has entertained audiences for over 3 decades with his films, music, and as a fan favorite cast member of SNL. He has created characters that have made us laugh, cry, and cry from laughing. We're looking forward to a laughter-filled evening as we celebrate his career at a ceremony that is
0: sure to bring together the best in comedy. Yeah, I I, I can't see why people would necessarily have a problem with it when you look at measure just the success yeah, just
1: a lot of people find him as funny as a broken toe, right?
0: But I mean, but yeah, listen, comedy is subjective. Yeah, of course. And and, and to each their own. You can't what you can't deny is that the man has created an unbelievably successful career as a comedian. And yeah, uh, to do that, you got to make a couple of people laugh along the way.
1: Oh, for sure. Listen, I'm I'm uh, I'm an Adam Sandler fan. I, I just when you compare him to the likes of like an Eddie Murphy or a Richard Pryor, these guys. Dave Chappelle, even, they're they're put on a pedestal. Tina Fey, they're just seen. I don't know anybody who's ever said Eddie Murphy isn't funny. You know what I mean? Whereas Adam Sandler is a real divide. Here's where I would always give him credit. He's one of the few who seems to be able to break through into drama and and gets really awarded and applauded for that. You see that in Hustle, yeah. in the uh the Gems movie he yep. made. Uh, there's even that Click film. I don't know if you ever saw it, Click, where he has no. a remote control and he can speed up uh, his life. And it goes from being Adam Sandler funny to very serious and heartfelt. And he he's got that muscle in him. He's got that speed. You know, he's got that gear. Right. He um which is interesting for a guy who can be so the other way, so over the top, funny, so looney tunes, you know, and then at the same time, make so many bad movies, <laughs> like really funny stuff, some really funny stuff, but there's handfuls of real crap,
0: right, like, really bad, bad movies well, and and listen, he got to a point where he could just do whatever he wanted yeah. to do and would just take his buddies along and yeah and, for sure. And, and you know, but Chris Rock, who's a brilliant comedian. We're in was in a bunch of those bad movies. Well, the grown right?
1: up ones were pretty
0: good, right? Um, now the other thing when it comes to the the comedy side of it is that Adam Sandler is a very different type of comic mm-hmm. to a Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock a Jerry Seinfeld, who are more observational yeah. and and commentary comics, and where Adam Sandler is the the gag real bit guy, mm-hmm. right? And but listen, is it Hanukkah song time yet? Because that was fantastic. It was yeah. brilliant in, in, its, in its day. And his SNL kind of bit characters. You know, he wasn't great at playing a lot of the sketches, but when it came to him being the star of some, especially his, his songwriting on Weekend Update, it was a different level.
1: Opera Man. Yeah. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, and listen, all you have to do is go back and look uh, and watch again his uh, Netflix special that came out, I think, a few years ago now. And he wraps up with that very heartfelt Chris Farley. Right. Moment. Yeah. You know?
0: That was fantastic. That was
1: fantastic. Now speaking of Chris Farley, Dana Carvey and David Spade are going to host a Chris Farley tribute on their podcast. Wow. It'll be a two-part Chris Farley tribute on uh, their podcast called Fly on the Wall. It gets released today. It is being released today because it's the 25th anniversary of Chris Farley's death.
0: Is it really? 25 years. Wow. Ago. He's been gone 25 yeah, years. Yeah. Oh. Crazy,
1: right? So, um, we'll have a variety of guests. Chris's brother and mom, and of course, uh, Chris Rock, Conan O'Brien, John Lovitz, Mike Myers, and Adam Sandler will all show up on it. Hmm. The only thing, and I, I will listen to it, I will watch it, I'm sure it will be on YouTube. The only thing that drives me a little crazy about Dana Carvey, I've listened to a few of those Fly on the Wall podcasts. Which, by the way, there's too many podcasts now. It's enough with all the podcasts. Right. Everybody's got a podcast. (laughs) My father's 83. He's got a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's just him sitting in his condo talking to himself, but he considers it a podcast. Anyhow, I saw Dana Carvey on with Bill Maher on his podcast, Club Random, and Dana Carvey cannot shut up. Cannot let anybody else get a sentence in. Talks over everybody. Wow. He does it with David Spade and uh, with the Bill Maher thing. He won't shut up. He just rambles. (laughs) Now, (laughs) we know people like this. We all have people in our lives who don't know how to have a conversation. Right. You know, I listen, doing this show every day, I can be guilty of it sometimes.
0: It's as well.
1: We all do it. But he's a professional actor communicator. Or <laughs>
0: semi-communicators. Right. Maybe it's in that environment, too. Because a lot of times the Bill Maher's show, they're, they're, they're high. They're drunk. Or drunk. Yeah, <laughs> And I think it's always goes. just
1: one-upmanship with him. Uh-huh. You know, comedians always want to have the last laugh, right? Yeah.
0: Well, it, listen, I, I find uh, Jimmy Fallon very annoying for that. In the sense that he repeats... The punchline, right, all the time, yeah, right. If some if a guest says something funny, you don't have to repeat what it's funny. Like he's trying to explain to his audience mm. why that was funny and he should be laughing. At
1: yeah, well, it, you know, Bill Maher has said the reason why shows like Jimmy Fallon are on the air and doing well is because everybody's dumb now. <laughs> you know, that's, it's, it's all so
0: simplistic. But he has great bits, and I, I, yeah. I, I do appreciate some of the work that he does. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things that, and it happens all the time, and, and people find it with us, and, and I find it with others, and certainly whatever you're interested in, it's going to annoy you when you hear it. Mm-hmm. But there are little quirks that we cannot get over or mm-hmm. get past, and when we hear it, we're instantly annoyed by it.
1: Well, there's uh, some things on this list that I don't agree with. Um, There's been a report put out on the most stressful jobs. And urologist is number one. Really? I don't know why, but it is said to be number one, the most stressful. Then it's a film and video editors, anesthesiologist, judges, and telephone operators. So, maybe telephone operators because they get yelled at so much. For-
0: <laughs> Are hung up on? Still a thing? Or I guess is that any like call center operator? I think it's a call center.
1: Uh, if you're looking for the least stressful job in the world, be a messenger or courier. Okay. Now, the interesting... You have deal with a lot of traffic, though. Yeah, I think be- there's some stress there. The interesting... And Porch Pirates... Right. The uh, the interesting thing about this list is looking at your own job rankings. Now, there was 873 jobs listed. And radio personalities shows up at 145, which means it is uh, more stressful than 83% of the jobs. Wow. Out of 873. Now, here's where I disagree. They say jobs that are less stressful than ours include store security guard... Embalming dead bodies. okay, I could get that. They don't argue back. right. Airline pilot, airline pilot? I don't think so. Disaster response coordinator. <laughs> I think that's a pretty stressful job. <laughs> Maybe it's not stress every day, right. But when it disaster strikes yes. that's a tough day. <laughs> Captain of a boat, drive through worker. Captain of a boat? Yeah, see, it seems to me, that's all stressful. That's You've seen some of those ports you're yeah. trying to fit that thing into? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about this? This is supposedly less stressful than being on the radio. Someone who handles and detonates explosives. Come, Come on. on. Yeah. Oh, Operating a nuclear power plant. Is slightly less stressful than what we're doing right now. Right. We sit here and measure snow in the size of a penis. Yeah. That's, a, that's our job. Yeah. I ridicule religion and we, we talk about penis worth of snow. And you're trying to tell me that a disaster response coordinator yeah. isn't as stressful as this gig? The only stress about this gig is we're constantly being threatened with being fired. Right. That. That that, that hasn't happened during COVID because management hasn't been here.
0: Or threatened by people uh, who won't won't listen ever again. Oh, they hate us. Constantly. They constantly do it. Yeah.
1: From 5 a.m. till 9 (laughs) a.m. Every day they tell us how they're not going to listen anymore. Oh, yeah. You were asked, what's the most confusing thing in your home? Well, if you ask my family, they'd say me. <laughs> confusing, <laughs> frustrating, annoying, all of those uh, right. terms. But uh, we're speaking of just appliances, technology in your home. What do you think the most confusing
0: piece of equipment in your house uh, is? Probably things with a lot of buttons. Yes. Go with, uh and, and things, uh, something like the washer, because while, I mean, we use it for one setting. It's Mm. got a lot of settings that I don't know what they do. Yeah, and that is top of the list, the washing machine. And the more technological they get. Originally, it was just a dial. Mm. You set the temp, you set the time, and that's it.
1: Yeah, those old white top loaders. Yeah. You know, now they're so fancy and pretty and do all sorts of things. So I hear. (laughs) Um, That's right. You don't do laundry. I've never. I I had to do laundry um, once. Uh, some time back, well, what, early in my, uh, like when I was a teenager, my parents went away. Uh, and it was just me and my sister. And uh, she was at her friend's house. And I had to call her to come home and do laundry for her. <laughs> and she's four years younger. So she would have been like day 12 or something. Right. Uh, and then not that long ago, when we had that little Murphy dog, he pooped on the bed. He was having some issues. So the comforter needed washing. I had no idea. So I reached out to Daniel my eldest and he sent me a a video on what buttons to push (laughs) and how to wash them so in my life i've worked the washing machine just once right i've thrown things in the dryer i've done that okay i've tossed a load into the dryer (laughs) but i've I've never uh, and i think it's really it's um I'm, i'm very concerned about screwing something up like i'm really worried about and i always was really worried about like ruining a piece of Maria's clothing. Okay. You know, dyeing something and reds going into whites or uh-huh. what, whatever. And and i it's all too much. My brain... I know this is going to be shocking. <laughs> My brain doesn't hold a lot of information. Gotcha. Like, 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 say, playing poker, for example. I can't play it. I can't remember all the hands. Uh-huh. I can't remember all the rules in regards to doing laundry. So there's certain things I just... I'm very i I'm very good at simple singular tasks.
0: Uh-huh. Laundry is one of those I just I sense that and having worked with you for ten years, if you don't care about something True.
1: you really yeah. don't care yeah. about it. I, I can really close the door on something. <laughs>
0: and you really love to mock people who do care about those things.
1: <laughs> but I think that's probably that's my own insecurity. I feel bad about not caring. I'll, I'll hear, okay, this this is going way too serious when we're having fun, but it's you know, top of mind now, so I'll share it. Last night, I was getting gas, and it was cold. And there was a woman, homeless, obviously. She had like a big coat on. It was over her head. Her head was down. Every now and then, she'd kind of look up, and she looked, you know, just in an absolute misery, and she had a dog on her lap. And this poor dog was just sitting there, and I just thought, She's not eating. That poor dog's probably not eating. How did she end up with that dog? And I filled up my car with gas. And um, a guy came out of the grocery store and he had bought her, you know, like a pair of gloves inside the grocery store. And he mm. just kind of tossed them at her. And, 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 and I went in and, and I paid for my gas. And I'll be honest. I can sit here and lie and say, oh, I gave her $20. I didn't give her anything. I didn't buy her anything. I had no cash on me. I didn't know what to do. But her sitting there. It 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 preyed on my brain. Like, I thought about it for a, lap, a long time. You know, mm. you see something, it comes and goes through your, 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 your brain and you move on. Probably the drive home, I talked to Maria about it. There was something about that scene that... So I have a heart. <laughs> <laughs> and I care about a lot of things and a lot of people. But I put up this mask if I don't care. Right.
0: It's amazing how sometimes that does affect you, though, yeah. uh, in the sense that there will be times when, uh, you know, you're pulling out of Costco and there's someone who's standing there on the corner or, mm. or there's there's certain corners that you go to and you know that there's always someone there mm. who's who's looking for help. Right. Um and you get really annoyed by it. Yes, yeah, sometimes. You know, you'll look at it and go, oh, come on. Especially if it's a young dude who seems able. Right. But we right. don't
1: know what's going on in his mouth. I family. have
0: no idea. Yeah. Right? But but I just find it amazing how you know, sometimes you'll see it and you'll be completely annoyed and yeah. frustrated by them. And other times you'll see it and you'll be really empathetic.
1: Yeah. It really, maybe because it was a woman... And I heard her. It's
0: the cold. You know, it's the cold. It's, it's
1: the dog. Build. It's the whole visual. It's Christmas, right? You know, I can see the 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 mall behind her, all lit up. People are living lives, and especially at the gas station, people are coming in in very nice vehicles, and it's warm, and they're putting gas in their car, and they're going to their very warm homes, right? And it's, there she sits.
0: And you did nothing. <laughs> and
1: I did nothing. <laughs> uh, no, and I and I really I like. What can I do? I. Yeah, I did nothing, and I I I felt terrible about that. And and many times, like you, I've I've driven by these guys outside of stores or at intersections, and I, I don't give them anything ever, and they don't. It, it never um it never bothers me like this did last night. Mm. Yeah, no, I, she could be making twenty five hundred bucks a day sitting there, I, but I know she isn't. I'm just you know, it's it's um yeah. It so that type of stuff sometimes uh, re- really does get to me. Huh? No, we were just talking about washing machines, and throwing loads in. I don't know how <laughs> we ended up <laughs> down this road. Oh, that's right, because you said about how I, I when I don't care. Right? Yes. But, but I do care. <laughs> about, okay. I mean, you, I, I, you I love, better about yourself I love you deeply <laughs> so much so that I have to. And you don't always... give me anything either. No,
0: I, well, I can't. It's just
1: grief. I can't open my
0: heart to you. <laughs>
1: It'll hurt too much when you inevitably break it.
0: Rock mornings with, with Craig Venn and, and Lucky, ninety-four nine, The Rock.